Hello and welcome to the 51st episode of Crosby's Nine. How is everybody today? Ready to go? Are you ready to practice some English? Are you going out? Are you excited to go out? Are you going out? Are... I can't go out. I can't go outside. Unless absolutely necessary. Yeah, I'm cooped up with cabin fever. Can you repeat please? I'm cooped up with cabin fever. I'm cooped up with cabin fever. And I can't go out unless it's absolutely necessary because of the COVID-19 coronavirus. Where I live in Madrid, Spain, the government has us cooped up. Okay, so today we're going to look at this cool expression which combines two key words, two key concepts really. Cooped up and cabin fever. Okay, now, first of all, Concerning the COVID-19 virus, yes, we can only go out for extremely necessary circumstances. In other words, obviously, if you need to go to the supermarket, you can go out. If you need to take care of an elderly person, you can go out. You can go out to walk your dog. Can you repeat? You can go out to walk your dog, right? When you take your dog for a walk, you walk your dog. But interestingly, you can't go out for a run and you can't go out for a bike ride. You can't go out for a bike ride. Repeat, you can't go out for a bike ride. What's a bike ride? Well, it's when you take your bike and you start pedaling outside, right? You go for a bike ride. But my question is, how do you conjugate the verb ride? Ride, road, ridden, right? Don't confuse that with write, wrote, written. The other day I was observing uh, a girl on the metro. Come on, don't get any bad ideas. I was listening to two girls talk on the metro about English. And they were speaking about the two verbs ride, 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 wrote, ridden, and write, wrote, written. Okay, make sure that you have those clear. Now, I am cooped up with cabin fever. Let's look at the verb here to coop up. Coop. Okay, now first of all, that verb is regular, to coop. And almost always we use it with up, with the word up. Okay, so really it's a phrasal verb. We almost never use the verb coop by itself. We always use the verb coop, or almost always. We almost always use the verb coop with the preposition up. So it's a phrasal verb. So it's a regular verb. Coop, cooped, cooped. Cooped up. Now, why does it sound like a T? Well, you know why. I've explained this on several episodes. Because the P doesn't have a sound with our voice. In other words, that last sound, pa 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 pee 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 pa coop, is a sound where we don't use our voice. Therefore, it sounds like a T in the past. I am cooped up with cabin fever. Okay, so to coop something up, and you can divide it, it's a phrasal verb that we can separate. I cooped my dog up. To coop something up means to confine something, to put something in a restricted area, right? It's a usually a very crowded area, right? If I'm going to coop up my chickens, I put them in a small little cage. And that's typically where we use this verb. To coop something up means to put something in a cage or in a small enclosure. Therefore, the noun coop, C-O-O-P, is specifically that. A coop is a small enclosure, a little cage, 
that you use for putting chickens in or turkeys or roosters, right? It's called a chicken coop. And we use this, of course, to demonstrate, to express this scenario, this situation of feeling very restricted. I am cooped up in my home. I can't go out. I am confined in this crowded area. I am cooped up. Okay, is that clear? That's the concept of cooped up. Now, the title of this podcast is Cooped Up with Cabin Fever. So I am cooped up. Here I am in my home. I am cooped up. I can't go out unless absolutely necessary because of COVID-19 coronavirus. And guess what? I have cabin fever. Cabin fever. Okay, well, let's take a look at these two words, first of all. Fever, fever is something that we are talking a lot about today because of the COVID-19 coronavirus. And we have this expression to have a fever. Do you have a fever? Yes, I do. Does he have a fever? No, he doesn't. Does she have a fever? No, she doesn't. Repeat, please. Does she have a fever? Does she have a fever? Does she, does she, does she? Remember the auxiliary verb does. You have to recognize it immediately with the key pronouns. In this case, he or she or you or they. If it's do, of course, we would use do with they. If it's they, if the pronoun is they, do they have a fever? Do they, do they, do they? Does she, does she, does she, does she have a fever? Do they have a fever? Do they, do they, do they? Does he, does he, does he, does he have a fever? Because we say it so quickly in English, you have to start recognizing that very quickly so that it becomes natural. Does he? Does he have a fever? Okay, so to have a fever means basically to have this rise in body temperature above the normal, right? Do you have a fever? Does he have a fever? Did he? Did is easy. The auxiliary verb did is easy because it applies to everybody. Did he have a fever? Did she have a fever? Did you have a fever? Did they have a fever? Did we have a fever? I ask rhetorically, did we? Okay, so to have a fever is to have this rise in body temperature. And remember, listeners, a fever is also a high level of emotion. It's this contagious event. It's a craze, right? Disco fever. Remember the 1970s? The 70s, the late 1970s was known for disco music. And so there was disco fever, right? It's like a craze. Or every four years we have the World Cup soccer or the World Cup football tournament. And we have this football fever around the world. Okay. So that's the concept of fever, right? Cabin, let's take a look at the word cabin. How do you spell cabin? C-A-B-I-N. Repeat, please. C-A-B-I-N. Repeat, please. C-A-B-I-N. Remember, you need to know your letters quickly. The Y and the I, the G and the J, the H, the Z, or the Z, or the B and the V. Cabin is C-A-B-I-N. A cabin is a small house. It's a small house in the countryside, usually, and there isn't a lot of room inside, and it's a very simple construction, and if you have to stay inside a cabin for a long time, oh, you get cabin fever. In other words, you can't move around, you feel restricted, and you get very irritable. When I am in my cabin day after day after day, and I can't go outside, I get very irritable and restless because I am living in isolation and I am confined inside this cabin. So I get 
cabin fever. So the concept of cabin fever is simply that. It's to feel very irritable because you are restricted indoors. It's usually a very cramped or isolated, confined area, and you get this cabin fever, which is this feeling of irritability and a little bit of stress, and you feel like going crazy, okay? And I think cabin fever usually comes from the winter time. You know, like for example, if you are in your cabin and it's winter time and the weather is so bad, you, you can't go outside, you get cabin fever. But in this case, I have cabin fever because, yeah, because of the COVID-19 coronavirus has prevented us from being able to go out. And so here I am cooped up in my home with cabin fever. And hopefully this won't last very long, okay? So, listeners, that's it. That is the 51st episode. I want you to please go back and listen to this episode two or three times and put into practice what you have learned. It's the only way to consolidate it and to remember it. Go out into the world and put it into use. Thanks for listening to Crosby's Nine. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.